welcome to the Retro Blood. Can you believe this? It's Christmas Eve, and we got orders to bring in Santa Claus. Cindy, if uh, you don't go back to bed, Santa won't come. He's not the only one. What you might get up to? All those kitties sitting on your knee all day? I'd love to have you sitting on my knee. 31 bucks. Merry fucking Christmas. See Santa Claus tonight, you better run for it. You better run for your life. Mommy, you shouldn't have said that. It's naughty to say bad things about old people. Santa Claus will punish you. Merry Christmas. My candy cane, little girl. It's gonna hurt our kids. We're not even sure it's him. Not sure my ass. Look at the fur on that. Welcome back, everybody, to the Retro Blood, as we continue this holiday season, talking all about Christmas horror movies. Up next, if you like inbreeding, if you like conspiracies from Nazis, if you like elves or trolls trying to mate with different females to create the ultimate race on Christmas Eve, then boy, this is the review for you, brother. Because the Retro Blood is talking all about elves. Jay Allison, James Klein, what's happening, Allison? How do you feel about this Nazi, 50-year-old Nazi conspiracy to create the Fourth Reich of human perfection with elves inbreeding? Uh, can you finish this for me? Because I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, when we, we talked about what this, we talked about what the synopsis of this movie, yes. or like the back of the video box, would have said last week, you know. And I thought going into this movie, I was like, you know, this, this, I've never seen this. This shit's gonna be crazy, right? Yeah, I well, had no crazy. idea how crazy this would be. <laughs> like this was crazier than I thought it was going. To, I mean, I, I'm not really sure what I just watched, but well, I know I was. Thinking, we watched it, and we're here to talk about it. I was thinking, um, move over, Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> move over a Christmas story. Move over Polar Express. We don't need you. We have an original no. Christmas story right here. I mean, what's better to yeah. celebrate on Christmas than inbreeding Nazis? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, nothing nothing not... says Christmas more than in, inbred Nazis. Yeah, that's what but I was yeah, thinking. Know, you... The whole time, I was like, fuck, this is the new Christmas classic. Where where has it been all my life? Okay, where has it been? <laughs> I'm not even sure why this is a Christmas movie or why... Why this could be said really any time of the year. The only thing that uh, makes it Christmas is Dan Haggerty's beard because he looks like Santa and okay, has an elf in it. He does, but he also looked like Big John <laughs> Stud as well. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Dan Haggerty. He was in the show called Grizzly Adams. Yes. When I was a very very small child, so when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, it's Grizzly Adams." But uh, yeah, um, this 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 movie is fucking nuts, man. It was pretty nuts. And you're kind of right, like, you know, I was thinking, okay, you know, <laughs> like, the only reason, this is, it's just around Christmas time, but apparently, <laughs> like, they, 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 they weaved into the storyline, like, yeah, these, uh, these elves, uh, you know, they only, they only breed during Christmas Eve, okay? Right, yeah. So, what I was thinking, too, is that, um, I, you know, I actually like this movie a lot quite more than I thought it would. 
Um, and I think there's a, good, a lot of good stuff there. I think that we could remake this. Oh, yeah. And make it better. Like, I think we should remake Elves. Um, I mean, we could write it together. You could direct it. I could play the Dan Haggerty part. And then, you That's know, true. you could fill out the other two or three roles. He was so very I think interesting. That this would be a fantastic. His character is very interesting in this. Just the way yeah. his, like, dialogue was and stuff. Right. So, but we'll, we'll get on into all that. But yeah, that'd be a pretty fun little project. I mean, we got a bunch of projects, I guess, we could do by remaking some of these crazy yeah, films yeah, that we true. find on and here. Our, and, our, and our sequels to all these movies that we think about every week. Yeah. And prequels. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, you know, we could get the rights to this. How much could this possibly cost? Well, it's not even on Blu-ray yet, so <laughs> no, there's no, there's been no DVD release of this movie. So this movie yeah. is only on VHS or YouTube, which we watched through the well, right? We watched it through the magic of YouTube, which um, I've come to, to realize in the last uh, only few months actually that YouTube is a really good um, archive of movies that you can't watch anywhere else. Yes. And I think that's kind of cool. Like movies, like so, like a couple of movies that we've talked about doing, were only released on VHS in the '80s and have never been released again. And all of them so far, we've been able to find on YouTube. And I think that's absolutely amazing. Like I usually uh, hate any kind of social media for the most part, but I think it's kind of cool that YouTube, like people on YouTube, document these things and we're able to see these movies that we would never be able to see otherwise because otherwise we'd be trying to buy this on vhs and watching it for the show right yeah <laughs> good luck with that because i don't got one of them VCRs. And i'd have to loan you my vcr <laughs> i have to loan you my vcr to watch this that's have been crazy but yeah yeah it is a pretty uh reliable source right here with the youtube find some of these like rare hidden gems like this movie yeah well, but um a yeah. couple hidden things gems. before we get in yes <laughs> yeah, well i guess in a way it's definitely hidden that's for sure so <laughs> So, you know, a couple things before we get into some of our uh, from some of our topics, um, you know, just we, we said this last week about our schedule. So, you know, we're yeah. doing elves this week and next week will be the deadly games. And then Cannot we'll do wait uh, for that. It's going to be great. Yes, yeah, so that's going to be a fun one. And then, of course, on Christmas, we'll be dropping to all a good night. So you can wake up, open your presents and listen up to the retro blood. Get your beer and your fireplace going. Listen to our sweet sounds. Yep. And of course, on Christmas Eve. Uh, before you mate with an elf to to create the perfect race, you can listen to the Retro Blood uh, review. Uh, Black, uh, actually not Retro Blood, Lights Out review. Um, Lights Out. Black Christmas, brother. So that should be very mm -hmm. fun. Um, and then I'm also going to have a couple extras on the YouTube, um, uh, on the Facebook page for everybody as well, too. Uh, I'm going to show some of these Krampus walks that I've been to. So if you guys want to see some yes. visual cool stuff, check that out. And I'm also going to try to do a uh, review for Christmas Bloody Christmas as well. So check all the extras out. I want to start doing. I want to start doing some more love for the for the Facebook stuff. You know what I mean? You know, get more more extra stuff out there. So just keep an eye out for that. And speaking for keeping an eye out, uh, let's get into the history segment that we do every week here on the Retro Bled, talking about the release date and what was going on in metal and pro wrestling so this movie was released um it's pretty interesting so is this released on october 24th 1989 so yes. pretty much a month right before saturday night deadly night three so i mean phew, brother this shit was giving itself some competition over here i mean we got fucking transplant serial killers in comas mm -hmm. and we got 
evil elves trying to mate with Nazis. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> bro, that's Christmas. This yeah. 1989 Christmas was wild. All right. Yeah, no, you know, kidding. 1989 Christmas would have been crazy. Because, yeah, because think about that. I mean, we were, so like a month, so because Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 was straight to video too, right? Like yeah, there was no, no theatrical release for that. Yeah. Um. So like we were watching this on, on video, on VHS, like, you know, in the end of October, and then a month later well, we'd be watching Silent Night, Deadly Night Well, kind of, kind of. So when I did some of my research, this thing did premiere in limited theaters. Oh, right. wow. Okay. And I think the craziest thing it was this movie actually got a a rating of PG-13. Huh. Right. How? That's pretty remarkable if you think about it. I mean, we saw ass and titties, and we saw Billy saying fuck every yeah. five seconds. I mean, damn. <laughs> like, they didn't care back that in was, the day. That was huh? the best part of the movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Billy is the best character in the movie, I think. But, um, yeah, like, <clears throat> I think that well, I mean, I've, I've mentioned this many times. Like, people are way more conservative now than they used to be. But yeah, this would not get an R rating or a, a, a PG thirteen rating today. But somehow, they were fine with boobs and butt and and Billy, you know, the ten year old saying "fuck" every five seconds. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. Apparently, they did not give a fuck. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'll talk about what's going on with the wrestling because I found something yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not long at all. Just a very short, just like a one match, um, one match, uh, little little thing I found. It was actually the King, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. All right. This was actually happened on the uh, well, right the day right before this movie uh, came to its very limited theater release. Um, you know, I guess it would be like, did they have the grindhouses? During this time, 1989. Yeah, they were still. They were. Yeah, they were still grindhouses. Okay, then. so I'm pretty sure it's been. been didn't really disappear until like the mid to late 90s. I gotcha. So this this movie is probably near or about near the grindhouse. Uh, mm-hmm. But the day before, if we were in Memphis, Tennessee, where a lot of my um, family actually comes from, Memphis, Tennessee. Nice. We would be at the Mid South Coliseum, very famous yeah, arena yeah. there, and we would see. The Soul Taker beat Jerry Lawler to win the Unified World Title. Now, do you know who the Soul uh, Taker is? Oh yeah, Soul Taker's Charles Wright, the Godfather. Yes, take a ride on the whole train. Or uh, my, my favorite, uh, what's his name? Uh, Com- Ka- uh, Kama, the Ultimate oh, Fighting Kama, Machine. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was thinking of uh, Papa Shango. He was Papa Shango too. That's my favorite gimmick that he ever had. Although I didn't oh. see a lot of Soul Taker stuff. But I really like Papa Shango. Yeah, so, you know, the Soul Taker is probably, like, one of his earlier gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, before he did it. He, this is probably, this is, like, when he was, like, probably getting to the start. And, of course, you know, yeah. you know, uh, Paul, uh, Charles Wright, you know, very big, uh, big dude, you know, powerhouse. I wouldn't yeah. say he's the most fluent wrestler, but, you know, he definitely has a big look to him. And, you know, that's kind of a, something to put under his belt that I don't think it gets talked about as much as beating Jerry Lawler in Memphis, you know what I mean? Yep. And Jerry Lawler is pretty much prime. For a world title. For yes. a world title. Exactly. So, you know, obviously in a couple of years, both of these guys would go on to the F, you know yep. what I mean? But that is a that is a very interesting match that happened um, in this October time. And I see it would have been pretty, you know... Anytime, if, if you had relatives or you've been around the Memphis area, you know, Jerry Lauder 
even to this day, is still very popular over there. So, oh, I mean, yeah, he's he's a legend. Yes. So anytime you get to see him wrestle or be around there, and he's still going at it today, so which is mm-hmm. pretty pretty impressive and pretty wild. So I just thought that was a pretty interesting match to happen a day right before this. So we would see the uh, the evil soul taker beat the the hero of our of all heroes in Memphis, Jerry Lawler. So and they had the unit unified world title because I'm pretty sure this is when he had the um the AWA title and the Mid South title mm-hmm. combined. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you if that's what it was because because remember he won the AWA title at one of those Star Wars or whatever it was. Yeah, that's a big one it's where they couldn't really get along. Stadium shows. Yes, exactly. So. Um, so this, so this is that title that he won. That I guess Charles Wright won from him for that for that show. Yeah. yeah so very interesting. Uh, if I can find any kind of footage of any of these two, the Soul Taker or Jerry, Lawler, I could probably find a bunch of Jerry Lawler. But if I could see any Jerry Lawler versus Soul Taker match, I'll play it on the uh, Facebook page. Well, I'm sure there's something. So. so what do you got for us? What are we listening to? What are, What are we listening to to get excited for elves? What what metal are we listening yes, to? Yes, what metal? All right, so this uh, this actually came out actually four days after this movie. But you know, when we went to rent it at the movie th- at the uh, video store, they might have been it might have been out. So it might have taken us four days to get it. So we would have been listening to the second Bolt Thrower album, um, which is called Realm of Chaos: Slaves to Darkness. Um, so this is like Bolt Bolt Bolt, bolt Thrower <laughs> bolt is a British. <laughs> bolt thrower is a british death metal band um they have a lot of like uh how would i describe their music it's like um they have like fantasy elements to their music kind of like power like a, a lot of power metal bands do but you know they're 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 not they don't sound like that they're still a death metal band they have, to have the you know the uh growly vocals and and um and the fast, fast tempos. This album was, uh, their second album was actually a step up for that. They started using a lot more blast beats and they were a lot faster, um, a lot heavier, like harder and heavier. Um, and the album cover art was done by Games Workshop. Um, are you familiar with Games Workshop at all? Mm, James? Not, not too much. What do they, what do they do? Okay. Who well, they beat? They, 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 <laughs> they, they beat nearly everyone in tabletop games. They, uh, they they're a company. They make tabletop games. They invented Warhammer, um, which I'm not real familiar with, but I know a lot of people like that. Uh, a lot of people out there in the Retro Blood universe probably listen to or probably play Warhammer. But um, yeah, Warhammer Forty Thousand was a game that was popular during this time, and they did the cover the the art team for Games Workshop did the art for this. So it's like you know tanks and. You know, got our space marines, and I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's got cool cover artwork. If I saw this in a in a in a uh, in a record store, I would definitely pick this up and say, "Oh, that's got to be good because of the album cover." Yeah, which is how a lot of ways you sold albums back then was like you had badass album cover art, and that made people buy it. Yep, pretty much. Uh, I remember, like you know, when I was um, so this is a this will bring a lot of people back. Uh, but you know, our show always does that anyway because we talk about everything in the 80s. But I remember when yep. I was uh, the CDs were really big. You know, I go mm-hmm. to like the local CD shop, and you know, that's how kind of how would you would find the band if you didn't know anything about them. You'd be like, oh, okay, that that cover looks like something that I would like, you know. 
And also, too, I remember yeah. flipping through the yeah, little exactly. pages, you know, where you can just get the uh, CD without the cover booklet, too. And if the CD mm-hmm. cover or the CD actual CD print itself looked cool, I'd also buy that as well, too, mm-hmm. to kind of check out the band. So, but yeah, that's probably big. You know, it's probably big around here in the 80s when we pop in the cassette, you know, as long as they have yes. some cool looking cassette uh, uh, yeah. out, uh, cover, it looks pretty, pretty badass. So. Yeah, we would be listening to this on cassette for sure, I would say, at this time. Driving around in the Trans Am, trying to find a copy of, uh, trying to find a video store that had a copy of Elves still in stock. Cause, no, know, it came wait. out in theaters. Well, we, we yeah, we might have seen it in theaters too, true. No, because I think I think when I was doing some of my research, the Elves, it didn't get released in, until like the 90s on VHS. Mm, you think so? I don't know. I, I, I didn't. I didn't see that. I, I thought that it was direct to video only, except for a very limited release in theaters. But, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, never. No DVD release for this though. It's never been released on DVD. Um, once you see it, you'll kind of figure out why it's probably never been released on DVD. Yeah. But it's not a bad movie. It's, I'd say it's but not it's at also, all. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's just uh, you know, um, I'm just a little skeptical about these elves being the superior race when the elf could barely turn its head. But uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> anyway, like, that's like one motion. Anyway, bolt thrower, <laughs> bolt thrower is great. <laughs> yeah, we'll play a little bolt thrower right. after the end yeah, of the we, show. Yeah. So everybody, check it out. Realm of Chaos. Pretty wild. Yep. Slay is Realm the Chaos Slaves to Darkness. Okay. Yeah, that's the full title. That's a full title, brother. So, but um, before we get into the new segment, who booked this shit? Because that's yep. if there's anything for this movie, that would definitely be it. <laughs> um, you know, we promised to talk a little bit about the uh, holiday beers. I think it was my turn this month, this this week. So yep. my recommendation for a holiday beer for everybody is actually like a, a variety pack. Now, I don't mm-hmm. sure you might be able to ship this one or something, but if you're in the North Carolina area, there's this uh, beer called Wicked Weed. Oh yeah, pretty good stuff. And they have the Guilty Pleasures pack. All right, and mm-hmm. it's a bunch of variety de- de- uh, dessert stouts on here. So we have uh, it's a four pack and includes milk and cookies. Um, it has the uh, s'mores and a German co- German chocolate cake and espresso cheesecake. So all those are yes. great, but my favorite is the German chocolate cake and ch- and chocolate and coconut. Stout, brother. That thing is fantastic. So that was my uh, beer of holiday choice right there. Um, anything that has German chocolate cake or German, you know, espresso mm-hmm. or anything German, basically, and beer, mm-hmm. you you got to get <laughs> guarantee it's going to be great. You know, just like That's our German. Fo- I'm pretty sure our boy Grandpa, which that, that was his name throughout the whole movie, and his German friends. All right, especially that big tall one. I'm pretty sure they love themselves some German chocolate cake beer. Uh, I can guarantee you that they did, yeah, back in their uh, Nazi days. But yeah, when Grandpa was the uh, was the uh, Nazi in charge of uh, all this debauchery that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, but yeah, so um, but yeah, I've I've had those before. I think the uh, the the s'mores beer is good. Actually, all of those beers are good. The German chocolate cake one is really good. Um, I'm kind of getting away from what I call candy bar beers, but sometimes those dessert beers are pretty good. Yeah, especially on a cold night like 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 now, like this time of year, and you know you can sit in front of the fire and 
eat a dessert and drink one of these candy these these uh these dessert beers and yeah it's some good stuff. Yeah, you can it's sit by the stuff. fireplace, you know, drink yourself a little nice uh, German chocolate beer. You know, think about all those plans you did 50 years ago by creating like elf yeah. symbols. You know, it, it's every yeah. Christmas should be like that, basically. It should, yeah. All, every Christmas should be full of, uh, you know, Nazis and uh, incest and <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing okay. says Christmas like incest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on now. It's a tradition, holiday tradition. All right. Yeah, sure. So let's get into who booked this shit because, my God. Uh, I want to know, know who booked this so, shit. So to be honest with you, I couldn't really find a whole lot about this movie. It's like it's been like <laughs> it's like been hidden from everything. Like I. I try, I try to look it up. This maybe on all kinds of stuff, and like I think everybody's just trying to like wipe their name from this movie, which is it's like it's like you're saying it's not a bad movie. It's just like the uh, the premise is like a little ridiculous, <laughs> a, a little ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. So it's uh, it's directed by Jeffrey Mandel. All right. Um, yes. So let's see. Which, which uh, we need to talk about some of the other things that he's made. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about him. Um, yeah, he uh I haven't seen any of these movies, but like he wrote he wrote a lot of movies. He didn't direct a lot of movies. Um but he wrote he wrote a movie called Shooters which came out the same year as this movie, which is described as a group of misfits US soldiers are chosen to represent their base at the annual war games competition where they are not expected to win. How interesting. Interesting. Um it must like war stuff a lot. Um, yeah, he wrote another movie called Cyber Chick, which is about um, this girl who's like a cyborg, and she's assigned to beat to to capture drug smugglers. Oh, okay. Um, and then he wrote this movie called Turnaround, which actually does sound like it was good. Um, but it just says a woman is is pursued by dark figures after finding a diary inside a mysterious handbag. But but the poster looks good. So, but of course, the L's poster looked good too. So yeah, I mean, what am I to say? Hey, he has but, good know. posters. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does come with good posters. So I think this is. Um, uh, he's one of those guys. He he's like, I don't know how to describe it. Like kind of a almost like a Roger Corman guy, but with less talent. Like he he just writes these weird B movies, and he really sticks to to what he wants to do. Um, but he wrote this movie called Firehead that I'm really looking forward to finding, which I'm sure I'll have to watch on YouTube. But it is about, um, it says, when a Russian cyborg with telekinetic powers terrorizes a city, an elite government agency intervenes. A chemist teams up with a special agent to capture the menace, but they find out that the true villain villain isn't who they expected. So that's uh, the, the plot of Firehead. Well, there you go. Um, but yeah. Keeping his so Nazi these, stuff alive. Right, exactly. So you kind of see a theme in this. Like, it's all like war stuff and, um, I don't know, war stuff with a weird, with a weird, uh, like a weird twist to it. Uh, but yeah, this movie is really odd. I don't know how to describe any other way than that. But yeah, we're going to get into this and see what happens. So, um, so your boy, uh, Dan Haggerty was in this too. Yeah. Were, were you surprised? Great. Were you surprised that he was in this movie? I, I was, <laughs> I kind of was surprised. I didn't know that going into it, but uh, when I started watching, it, I was like, "It's Dan Haggerty, it's Grizzly Adams." Um, I thought that his constant smoking in this movie would be a plot point, but it never was. Yeah, 
I thought one of them was smoking crack for a second too, but I was like, man, this guy's just smoking every scene. And I like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like uh, smoking in every scene. Uh, there was like one scene where I was like, Leia's like, hey, you know, you can't smoke in here. And then he literally just goes into like the next room and the guy's like smoking a pipe. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we got a lot, a lot of the smoking on here. But, uh, um, but yeah, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty like, yeah, I didn't know too much about this guy. Uh, but then like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he was in that like, Grizzly Adam stuff. Okay, I get it. You know, I've seen him before and stuff, but he, for some reason, his dialogue in this movie was just very strange to me. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, the only thing I, the other like kind of like production stuff I found was like, you know, this one got a limited theater release, and of course, October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine, and I was surprised it still gave me a PG rating. Now that could be like the debunked or something, but that's what I was reading. It got a PG rating, and then it was released on VHS on December nineteenth, nineteen ninety four, by AIP Home Video. And then, like we said before, yep. has late. It's still not on DVD yet, so or Blu-ray. So, come on, guys, you know, pick it up here. We need to see our fucking German incest uh, uh, elves. Yeah. Okay, come on now. So yeah, like mostly that that manufacturer, um, the manufacturer, that production company uh, made they were they mostly made B movies. Like they also produced Firehead <laughs> from the same guy. Um, they made a movie called Space Mutiny, which is kind of famous for being on uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, which I'm not really a big fan of. I don't, I don't like those guys, but I think they ruin, you know, I think they ruin movies for people. But anyway, that's my that's, that's my hot take on that. Um, but they, uh, but yeah, they mostly made like B movies, and I guess they're still making movies. Um, there's still a company that's that's still together, but I can't, can't think of anything they've done lately. But yeah, so AIP put this out, and uh, apparently no DVD for it though. How's that? Not yet, but maybe the retro blood will will fix that. I'm gonna do. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll, we'll make it happen one of these days. We'll, we'll make a re- we'll do a remake, and it'll get so big that they'll put out a double disc set, Blu-ray set with the original yeah. remastered version of Elves plus our version of Elves. Yeah, there you go. Double, double. All right. But anyway, let's start start off this holiday. Let's start off talking to elves. Mm. An innocent romp in the woods turns into a hellish nightmare when an evil force is accidentally awakened. Action International Pictures presents the gruesome holiday shocker. Elves. They're not working for Santa anymore. I'm on a rough day at work. Santa got murdered. Their mission, to mate with a virgin and conquer the world as a pint-sized master race. I'm saving it for someone special. Dan Haggerty stars as Mike McGavin, an ex-detective working on hard times. First you Santa, and then you die. She is the most important person on Earth. From her will grow the new order. Santa must expose this unholy force before the elves destroy Christmas. Jesus Christ. Not 
working for Santa anymore. Alright. So we're here. Alright, we see a Christmas tree. You know, a movie called Elves. We at least, see, we at least gotta see one Christmas tree. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, we did. And we see a bunch of Christmas decor everywhere. I was like seeing the 1989 Christmas decor. Uh, it was actually where, like, I think... I think the 80s had, like, the best, like, Christmas decor. I think it's, like, it's, like, this, like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just very, like, like old school, like, creepy in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. Not, like, this new school crap that we have nowadays, you know, with this blow-up yeah. shit in the people's front yard. I don't want to see that crap. Yeah, I want to see the old LED shit. lights. It was, yeah, yeah, the old stuff was better. Like, the, the 80s was, you're right. The 80s was, like, the, the end of the old stuff, I would say. Yes. Um, so now it's nighttime. And we see like three uh, girls, all blonde, uh, walking in the forest. All right. Yeah. The main girl, Kristen, mm-hmm. all right, she is like, okay, this is not the spot. This is not the right spot. And the girls are going on, okay, well, what's going to be, the, where's the right spot? Let's just get this over with. So, so apparently they, so we have the main girl, all right, Kristen, we have Amy. And we have Brooke. Okay? And they are calling themselves the Sisters of the Anti-Christmas. <laughs> I have no idea why and this yes. is really come up later. Okay? <laughs> so they're all talking about how Christmas has become too commercial. Yeah. I was like, fuck, we should see this. You should see it nowadays. Everything in the 80s right. is too commercial. <laughs> and uh, I, did they even have Black Friday back in the day? Oh, I bet they did. Okay. I bet they did. I bet people, I mean, it was probably worse then. People were like, you know, lining up to like run people over in stores and things like that. So, so they're basically, um, they're trying to, so some of the girls are trying to do these rituals so they can have sex with men. All right. And the other ones are trying right. to like get it to snow. So they're kind of going a little bit back and forth of what they want this to be. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. It- so the gist of it is this Kristen girl, she uh, took grandpa's book, which grandpa's book has apparently a, a picture, a drawing of a naked chick on there. Well, didn't she draw that though? Yeah, she, yeah, she draw, yeah, she drew that. She took grandpa's, in, in book, grandpa's book and grandpa's yeah. book. Yes. And yeah. she drew that because it came to her in some vision. Um, and then, um, and then, you know, they're, they're talking about how, um, you know they're they're gonna be like they want to do like a bond out here, and then eventually the uh, the the little like uh, glass they brought broke and it cut her hand, it cut uh, Kristen's hand, and yeah. blood starts going on this little area that they're in, mm-hmm. and you know they're like okay you know everybody's gonna be mad that we're coming out here we weren't supposed to come out here my grandpa told me not to come out here and we gotta <laughs> leave and it's like okay no summer for us we'll just be blood sisters then. Okay. So, uh, and oh, yeah, they did say the uh, there was one that was the Virgin of the Anti Christmas. That's what they. I think that's what she called her painting. She called her painting the Virgin of the Anti Christmas. Yeah, so, and it has some kind of symbols over the boobs. Yes. So now they all leave and they, I guess they heard thunder or something so they all like spur, spur, sprack and they all go home so Christine goes home okay she gets home and stuff um, and she's like you know putting her stuff down 
And then in comes Grandpa, just comes in here, just fucking slaps her twice. I was like, oh shit, we're getting started off quick. All right, <laughs> like, damn. And, um, you know, during all this stuff, we see the creature that the blood fell on is like starting to wake up now and is doing that like first person view type of thing. Yes. So, uh, Grandpa stops the shit out of Kristen. Uh, he's saying she lied and stuff. Where have you been? All stuff. And you took my book. And she's like, I didn't take your book. I was just reaching for it. And it's all like, you know, where have you been all night? Um, and she's like, I'm not. He's like, how did you hurt yourself? Let me see. All right. And she's like, okay, let's go wash it off. And she's like, I'm going to go watch it off myself. So we get more of the shots of the creature walking around. And like every time we would like see the creature, you have like this blurry screen. What did you, you feel about the blurry screen? Yeah, so, like, you know, I mean, when we were watching the creatures... Uh, yeah, through his eyes. Or, yeah, through his eyes. So, um, I understand why they would not want to show the creature very early, considering yes. what we saw later on. However, why is the creature... Why, is, why can the creature not see? That's what I took out of that, was, like, the creature couldn't see very well. It was very blurry. Very, very blurry. Well, he just woke up after 50 years of slumber. Oh. Well, okay. I, well, all right. Well, see now. Now that you have like, mm. now that you put logic to it, I guess it makes sense that he yeah, can, that he can't see. But but it was just kind of can. It was it was just kind of disorienting to watch this blurry blurry vision from this you know this anti Christmas demon elf that we happen to awaken yes. by accident, quote unquote. So now, uh, Kirsten's mom shows up. Mm-hmm. And boy, what a character she was! And she's like, "Where were you?" She's like, I was with Brooke and Amy. She's like, I know you, you, you've been up to no good and you need to be punished. All right. It's like, well, Grandpa already slapped me twice. <laughs> She's like, no, what we're, we're going to do is we're going to close your <laughs> savings account and you, you're not going to be uh, eligible to see it. And she was all like, well, fuck, that was my account. You know, stop. She's like, no, end of story. It's closed now. <laughs> so at this point, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? I don't, I can't figure out why everyone in this movie is an asshole. And why I can't figure out why nobody likes Kristen, and I can't figure out why at this point they just decided to close her savings account. Well, like, because all, I don't—it's just weird. Like because she went, weird. she went to the she went to the burial ground that Grandpa tever, told her never to do it, and they don't they don't believe her that she uh, says she didn't go, but she went anyway. But that's right. But we'll find out that that's clearly part of the plot. Like they that they wanted her to do this to start with. Yes. <laughs> that's why okay. so Kirsten it's, she's it's now absurd Kirsten's now taking a shower just like good old 80s movies we have to have at least like one an 80s girl movie, right. we just have, you know in almost every 80s horror movie we have to have one girl take a shower which I'm fine yeah. with yeah yeah I mean yeah. that's like an 80s thing right yes. it, your 80s movie has to have a, a has have, have yeah. a nude scene with a girl taking a shower so uh, uh, Kirsten's Younger brother Willie, Willie is peeping Tommen on her. All right, and she sees him, and she's like, "You pervert!" Is like, and he's like, "Hey, I like seeing naked girls." And she's like, "I'm your sister." And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I like big tits." And now I can tell, and you got big tits, and now I can tell everybody I saw them. I was like, "This is getting kind of like, this is some <laughs> browser shit going on over here right now." It's like, "What's going?" <laughs> Except that he's like saying fuck every other. Word. Yeah, he's like fuck. Yeah, and then he's like, I like big fucking tits. Or yeah, I like big said. fucking tits and shit. And he's like, and then <laughs> I can see you. And he's like, uh, and then he's, you know, she's yelling back at him. He's like, 
Well, fuck you. Mom is giving me all your money anyway. <laughs> and yeah, then the cr- it's like it's just so weird. Like, like yeah. And then the creatures yeah, kind of like- watch them fight and stuff. So yeah. So we could tell that they. Uh, I guess they get along. Okay. I, I guess. So. So now we have one of the uh, one of the blondes. I think it was Brooke. She was talking about this. Never came up. I, no, no. I think it was Kirsten. She was talking about her her fucking uh, cat, and like her cat might be pregnant, and how the cats are only friend and shit. I was like, okay. So we're in the basement now. Now the creature has entered the basement. Uh oh. Uh oh. And he goes upstairs and everything, and then eventually the creature grabs Willie. He grabs his Willie. And then uh, the cat freaks out around there too. The the mom and, and Kirsten they uh, they walk in and Billy's like, oh fuck, I got attacked by some. It was like some sort of like small man or some ninja came in here and attacked me. And the mom's like, ninja. no, it was it was the cat. It was the cat the whole time. He's like, no, it wasn't. It was the cat. It was some sort of ninja. <laughs> so yeah, because we forgot to talk about Kirsten's cat Agamemnon. Wait, what? We forgot to talk about Kirsten's cat. I just talked about Agamemnon. No, I know you did, but I mean, like, so she has this cat that she likes a lot named Agamemnon. Oh, okay. Why well, would plot point in a minute? Yes. Well, I didn't know that how the cat had a freaking name. Yeah. Well, there you go. The cat, and then, yeah, the cat. So basically, the mom is blaming the cat for like scaring Willie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's the next morning. Uh, we're having some big. We're having some band play in front of like this uh, store, the the Solomon store. All right. Mm-hmm. Then we're at a cafe. We see all the all the three girls, all the blondes, Amy, Kristen, and Brooke. They're all like hanging out and stuff, and they're talking about how much of a bitch Kristen's mom is and how much she needs to get laid. Yeah. Right. Um, and then and then Kristen's like, okay, guys. I need to take a break because I've been waiting to mess with this Santa all day. All right. So there's like one of those, you know, in-store Santas that are like, yes, the, the you know, what I called them last time, a, a Santa out, outing. Yes. A Santa outing. So, so yes. all the kids are on a Santa outing. Yes. And then Christine wants to go there too and mess with the Santa. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <laughs> so now the, uh, now we see the store owner. Okay, mm-hmm. of like this huge like retail store, and he's basically threatening um, the uh, uh, some girl on her job. Well, the store owner, okay, yes, uh, Mister Reed, uh, mm-hmm. he is threatening this girl's job, like one of his employees and stuff. Then we meet our main character, Mike, which at first I didn't know his name, Mike. You know, Dan Hungerdy. Um, yes. I was like, and I haven't seen him too much. And I was just looking. Are you telling me the big John Studders in this movie? Holy shit! He looked exactly like him. He does look a lot like him. Like big, long hair, like same hair, beard was all the same. So he comes in there and he's saying he's basically kind of begging for a job because I guess he used to work there, but like they kind of like let him go for his like alcohol problem, and he's trying to get mm-hmm. the kind of get in, trying to get a job back and. You know, the, the boss was like, hey, you know, we already got, you know, security stuff. It's like, well, you need some extra uh, help for the holidays. And he's like, no, I don't. I don't need you here. Like, you're welcome to come in here, but you can't work in here. And, of course, they uh, they both tell him each, each other Merry Christmas in a very sarcastic way. 
Because that's what you do. You know, it's around the holiday season. When you're when you're angry at somebody or somebody like that, you know, you always say, like, Merry Christmas. Like, like come on, Allison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Drink that yeah. beer. You know, Merry Christmas. Right. Yeah, be sarcastic because that's yeah. what Christmas is all about. Yeah, exactly. So this is coming up to my favorite part. So the Santa's there. The Santa's name is Eddie, apparently. And uh, he's asking, you know, what these kids want for Christmas. One one kid said Nintendo, and he said it's in sale, on sale in the basement. Like what? I think they had the original Nintendo going out right now, right? Huh? This was yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, this is 1989, so this would have been the original NES system. Yeah. Yes. So during this, the mom traps the cat from earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're back with Eddie, the Santa Claus, and he is now going to have Kristen on his lap. Okay. And this is probably one of my favorite parts. <clears throat> if I may, everyone. If you may. He's all like, well, what do you want for Christmas? He's like ca- caressing her leg a little bit. And she's like, oh, well, I don't, I don't really like Christmas and stuff, but if I need anything, I just want to make it snow. All right? And Santa's like, Ugh. She's like, what? It's like, well, what, what, I can't really hear you. Come, come, come closer. And he's like caressing her legs. He's like, oral. <laughs> like, wow, this went away that I didn't think it was going to. <laughs> and he fucking slaps him and just jumps up. And I'm like, so this is what his plan was. His plan was to have Kristen, you know, hot blonde on his leg. He's going to caress his leg. And he's not going to be like, hey, do you want to go out? Hey, you look hot. You know, do some sort of fancy line no he just goes straight to the point oral yeah i mean like just straight to the point like he's not bidding around the bush or anything and i didn't really get it too because christian wanted to mess with the santa like how how was she well, messing was with gonna, him that was gonna be my question for you by giving so him a boner i couldn't well i couldn't figure out so at first i thought okay she knows she knows the guy that's 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 playing santa but then it doesn't seem like she does. No, I don't think she knew him. She just wanted to mess with the Santa. Right, and she wanted to mess with him by sitting on his lap. Yeah, and wanted but then to he starts, Right, right, but then he starts touching her leg, which seems to be okay with her at first. Yeah. Not not okay, but she doesn't, like, slap him at first. And then he's, like, oral. <laughs> and then and that's literally what he says. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what he literally says. all of he says. Yeah, that's like his whole like uh, pickup line. Yeah, maybe she didn't like that. Maybe she's not a, a big oral fan. Well, I would imagine that she probably didn't like that. But um, but yeah, so I was trying to figure out like at first I thought okay, she knows the guy and it's like a high school. He's like a high school boyfriend or whatever that she knows because she says I want to mess with him like you know like like she wants to get with him. But then it doesn't seem to be that way. Like once they're. Uh, once they're, uh, once they're, well, she's on his lap. But then he's pretty much written out of the movie pretty soon after this, and it doesn't make much difference anyway. Yeah. So during all this, the mom has now decided to drown the kitty. For some reason. For some reason. Well, I mean, she's just a bitch, right? That's that's. I guess that's yeah. her old character. She's a bitch. So she's a kind of a crazy mom. Yeah. And a bitch, yes. So the the store owner tells the Santa to go take a break. And like, there's like, oh, this hasn't happened here before and stuff. And then the Santa Claus is walking past one of the uh, the clerks. He's like, oh, Merry Christmas, Santa. And he flicks her off. 
Oh, that was great. And then the creature is there too, so the elf is, is around. Now the store owner is telling her, Kristen, that Santa is for the customers, and he could fire them. He could fire you both. Right. Yes. So this is two scenes that that like are like back to back with each other, and I couldn't believe it when I when I wrote it on my notes. Okay. <laughs> the mom buries cat while Santa does coke. Is that is that am I it's, ever gonna say those two sentences together on a review? Like, uh, well, gonna... probably probably not. But we do we do a lot of Christmas movies. Yes, and so it might happen again. But yes, so uh, nothing says Christmas more than a mom murdering a cat and burying it in the garden, and Santa doing coke. Yeah, I mean that's a holiday spirit right there. I mean, come on now, right there. Yeah, I love it. So well, she did say she wanted it to snow, right? Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. However, she got the payoff. I mean, come on. Yes, that was our payoff for the snow. So now the creature, the elf, he is now stabbing Santa's balls. <laughs> All right, so now we have dead Santa Eddie. He got yeah. killed by elf killing him with knife through his balls. And I like it too where, okay, so this is like some sort of like creature, some sort of like fantasy elf-style creature. You know what I mean? With yes. like magic elf's power. And then, what is this elf that has these magical Christmas-like powers use? Well, it just uses the fucking knife and gun like everybody else does. Yep. So, gotcha. So, so the uh, the store owner, um, he is telling it, you know, the helper and stuff. Hey, we, why is he taking so long? Go find him. Go find Santa. And of course, she goes into the Santa's dressing room, and Santa is now dead. Eddie, Eddie, Santa Claus, dead. So now all the cops are showing up over here. Uh, we have a, uh, uh, a detective over here. Um, and he is, uh, uh, you know, looking out the scene. It's the Sergeant uh, DeSoto. Um, he is checking out the, the scene. He's like, you know, something around here um, in our town has, this hasn't happened for like 15 years or something like this. I was like, whoa, so you're telling me some elf killed some Santa's balls 15 years ago? 15 years ago right that's that's what i was thinking i was like wait a minute so i would have think this had never happened before yeah but apparently we've had similar things to this 15 years ago well maybe maybe we can when we do the sequel we could do a prequel of what happened 15 years ago with the uh the evil elves <laughs> and we golem do a remake and a prequel and a sequel yeah we could do a trilogy an elves trilogy we could be like a whole new universe or just <laughs> Nazi elves hang around everywhere. There's, yeah, I mean, there's, there, I mean, the, the, you know, it's endless. It's endless possibilities. What we could do with this. And the town they're in, the town they're in is called Golem, by the way. So now the detective um, is is a sergeant. He's trying to, he's going to talk to Kristen, and he's, you know, telling her like, hey, you know, he's, I want to ask her some questions. She's like, well, what do I have to do with anything? He's like, well, we had this Santa fill you up. I'll tell you some naughty stuff, and the next thing you know, he's dead by being cut off the balls. All right, and he, she was like, "Well, he was a pervert and a drug abuser and stuff." All right, maybe he got killed. It's just the spirit of Christmas. Okay, sure. All right, so now Christian is back home. She tells her her mom basically what happened, uh, and then the mom's kind of like blowing it off a little bit, and then she's asking to, to find her cat, and the mom said she hasn't seen it. So, Mike, aka Big John Stud, 
gets yeah. a, uh, a notice of vacate a notice of uh, eviction on his trailer. On his trailer, so he got yes. evicted from his trailer. Yes, and now he's talking to himself, kind of rambling and talking to himself. Uh, Kristen's still looking for a cat. Mm-hmm. The elf, the elf digs a hole, and then uh, Kristen's he's looking at um um she like you remember her hand was cut from earlier, so, so she looks at her hand and it's all gone. It's like there's no scar, no nothing. It's just perfectly healed. Okay. They're like, we only have so much on the makeup budget. Come on. So she's sleeping and stuff. And she hears like a knock on the door. It's the elf. And then she sees, um, she basically sees the dead cat on her, on her window. She freaks out and stuff. All right. And then the, she, you know, the mom's in here. She's saying, this is the second night of the row. I'm not going to get no sleep. And she's like, oh, it's just some sort of weird creature. I can't tell what else. It was like, she, mom's like, it was just a raccoon. Fucking grandpa rolls right in and stuff. What did you see? What did you see? Tell me exactly what you saw. All right. And he's like, draw the picture. What was it? She's like, oh, it, and this, you know, Christian, she's just like, fuck all this. It was just a rock crew and I'm just going to get out of here. And then this is when grandpa's like, you know, it's like, we might know what it is. I think those, one of those elves came in here and she's, and, and I think the elf killed the cat and then showed it to Kristen. And the mom's like, no, I killed the cat. The elves might have showed it to her, but I want you to know that I am the one who killed the cat. Yes. I want to make sure everyone knows that yes. I'm the one who did it because I am the evil mother. Not a stepmother, but an evil mother. Yes. Uh, so now Grandpa is now playing with something that he's hiding, which we'll find out to be like some sort of like blue diamond. I mean, some sort of red diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen can't sleep at all. Uh, and the elves outside still like stalking her and stuff so now it's the uh so uh mike's he's drinking some coffee um he's back at this is like the next day at the diner he's drinking some coffee and stuff um they uh he talks to Kristen. he's like hey why are you so like you used to be you know usually you're so like very peppy and stuff she's like well i didn't get a lot of sleep last night and they go they both go saying that they're both not getting any sleep Kristen said you know her cat died he's sorry about it um, Kristen wants it to snow, and then Mike's all like, "Yeah, you're right." I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do like some of his dialogue. Let me try. Let me try. <laughs> well, you know, you're right. Like when it snows around here, like everything just looks a lot more prettier. How did I do? It's kind of like that. He just had this very like monotone like. It's just like, yeah, this stuff is bad. Happened to me. I'm not gonna overact. I'm just gonna like talk normal. Type of attitude. It's yeah, just I just, I just need, I just need a paycheck. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just need to get this shit over. Yeah, get this shit over, with, please. <laughs> um, and then, and then, uh, you know, so he's telling all that. Um, and then right in the the right of this, the 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 owner, okay, Reed comes yeah. in here. He's like, hey, you need a job? He's like, yeah, yeah, of course I need a job. He's like, okay, I need you right now. Let's go. All right. So now, now Mike has taken over the responsibilities of being the the in store Santa, all right. Yes. And he's cleaning off his uh, Santa suit that this kid just pissed on, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and he looks at the uh, the little chalk drawing of Eddie's dead body. Uh, uh, looks yes. they left there. And he's like, Eddie, life's a bitch, ain't it? Just... And then eventually he he sees the he, he gets like he, he's looking around and then eventually sees this symbol, 
Okay. And the reason he's curious about this symbol, apparently our boy Mike used to be a detective with the police. He did. So what happened was he was the a detective with the police, drank it away. Then he mm-hmm. was a, 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 a security card detective, I guess, at the store, and he drank that job away. Now he's Santa, so he can drink this job away too. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe this is his chance to turn his life around. Maybe this is his true calling, as being Santa. And so after all this, so now we we get we we go back to Grandpa. All right, and now he's talking to some of his German cohorts. All right, this is where we get some more of the plot. (laughs) More plot. Yes. (laughs) So plot, plot. Yes. So my favorite part is I couldn't believe they said this. Okay, so the, the the main German guy, besides Grandpa, yeah. is the guy in like the the suit. He was all like, mm-hmm. "When there's no more room in hell, the elves will walk the earth." I was yeah, like, "No, you is, didn't. No, you didn't." Which is ripped off directly from Dawn of the Dead. I was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> they took it, took that shit. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it." The earth. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, come on. What, it's what almost more like do it's we not need? real. Yeah. It's almost like it's not real. Like it's like I don't blame anybody if they did not believe this was a real movie, but it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they ripped that completely off of Dawn of the Dead. It's even on the poster for Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I mean, so Grandpa has like some sort of red diamond looking thing. But he also pulls a gun on them too. So apparently yeah. these German guys they're planning something that the Grandpa used to be a part of, but now he doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. But they, they're basically they want to, um, they want to be looking for 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 Kirsten. They, they, all right, they, they, that's their goal. Yeah. So I was a little confused at this point. So I can't. I was I was a little confused over whether the grandpa wanted was trying to orchestrate this happening for Kristen, or if he was trying to stop it. So I think at this point he is trying to stop a little bit. He's like a little conflicted. Yeah, okay. So I think he's he's trying to kind of stop it, but he's doing a very bad job. Apparently, because, yes. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, like, what we're going to find out, the big swerve in this, we're yes. going to find out is that he's been planning this for, like, 50 years. So at what point did he decide this wasn't a good idea anymore? Well, I think, I yes, him and his whole um, people... I guess his his, his Nazi cohorts. His, his Nazis, yeah. Yes, they want to uh, they want to bring a new order to the world, all right. And they're basically saying there's one important person that we need to bring on this new world, and we're gonna find her with or without you. It will happen, Grandpa. Well, yeah. So, but so there's e- a plot point we haven't revealed yet. So even if the Grandpa wanted to stop it, it doesn't matter. These other German guys. By the way, did you see that one tall German dude with the mullet? <laughs> bro, he could have been a wrestler, yeah. bro. What, what, how come we didn't book him? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, like, why did that guy know? We just should have saw he could have been. Guy. He could have been the next giant Gonzalez. I mean, come on, man. What yep. the fuck? Yep. Yep. So now we're at the, the diner again. Okay. Kristen drops a bunch of, like, donuts and shit on the floor. And, and then we have some creepy German guy hanging around her, watching her. And so the girls are planning to come back to the diner slash retail store. 
Okay. Yeah. So I what I got out of this was like this was like not uncommon for department stores at the time to have like a uh, to have like a snack bar in it. Yeah. Um, this so is like, like a full diner remember, though. Well, yeah, true. Like I can remember being like a little kid, and my mom um, would go shopping at Woolworths, which which was in the mall at the time, and it was just like this huge department store, and they had this like little diner attached to it which they called a snack bar but like the little ladies that worked there could make like any they could they would i remember going in there and they would make me grilled cheeses and things oh nice um so that's kind of what this is like this is like something that doesn't exist anymore but like the Woolworths snack bar snack counter and this is kind of what it is it's like a diner where you could go in and get coffee and sandwiches or soup or something yeah. and while you're shopping so the girls are playing uh, to basically sneak back into the diner slash retail store and they're gonna be bringing the boys along and then Amy and Brooke are doing jokes about penis sizes. Yards and shit like that. So their plan, that's their plan. Um, so Mike is leaving. All right, but, you know, remember he doesn't have a place to, to stay because his uh, trailer got invicted. So he yeah, puts a little tape the on the door. All right. And he leaves and he's going to come back store. later on. Yeah, on the right, store, yes. Exactly. The back of the door. So uh, Kristen, Kristen also too. Um, you know they're talking. The elves is the the elf. Okay, so this is a weird scene though. The elves are just like standing around. You know, I guess he's really well hidden. Like nobody can see them at all. Him at all right now. So he's he's around. He's in the diner already. And then um, Kristen goes to put tape on the door, but she notices it's already already there. So she just leaves herself. So. Uh, uh, Mike is like walking up this hill and we have a crazy man saying they're all going to walk among us. Are you ready? He doesn't even like look yes. at him. He just goes in there. Yeah. Somehow this guy knows about the elf plot. Yes. But he's never appears in the movie again. Um, so, yeah. so, so, but we only have one elf though in this yes. entire movie. Yes. There are no elves. But he knew about it. Of course. <laughs> he did know about it. Yes. So Mike is now, he's at the, he's at the, basically he's at the library. All right. And he goes up the to the library, library a receptionist, and he's all like, "Hey, do you have those books about those ruins again?" She's like, "Yeah, it's in book, it's in book section six six six." He's like, oh, <laughs> and "He's like, you gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> so he's looking up the symbol in his book. So Go let's ahead. pause for a second here. So I fully believe that that was not in the script. No, he's just <laughs> like, no, I think that as soon as she said that, that's just Dan Haggerty's reaction to what she said. Because I had the same reaction. Like, I said the exact same thing. She's like, yeah, it's in section 666. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then he said the same thing. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, duh. what are I the mean, odds? Where are we going to keep the runes at? Come on now. <laughs> so he's looking yeah, through his little runes. book. The page is ripped out. And he's like, ah, it's fucking Patrick's University. They'll know what it is. Yeah. All right. So the girls all sneak back into the diner store now. And now, and they take the tape off. Well, I think Amy takes the tape off. Mike tries to go back in there, but can't get in. He's like, what the fuck? So now Kristen's telling, like, you know, Amy, she took the tape off. It's like, well, how are the guys supposed to get in there? So she goes and puts the tape back on. And then Amy wants to go to the lingerie section. So John's, uh, uh, Mike's back in there and everything. Uh, takes now he takes the tape off. I was like, "Fuck, man, come on, guys." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I can't figure out why this is. There's so much tape putting on and off of the door, but yeah. So Brooke and Amy, Amy's showing off her new lingerie, and Brooke calls her a slut. Yeah. Gr- gripping, over here right gripping. now. I like it, it. this is the gripping drama. Oh, wait till you get this. Wait, wait, wait till you get this one part. Yeah. So um. So you know, uh, Mike's trying to relax everything. This is the part where I thought he was smoking crack, but it was just a cigarette, apparently. This is where he's reading the book about the runes, right? Or not the runes? No, 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 no. He doesn't know about the runes yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, here he already got that book. He takes the book back with him, doesn't he? Yeah, but he found a page ripped out, so he couldn't really tell what everything was. Exactly, exactly. And then Kristen, she's throwing off some weird outfit. So the girls are trying to get ready for basically for the guys while they're going around hanging out at the store. Um, So he's hearing some noises and stuff, and uh, Mike's he starts walking around, and the elf's like right in front of him. He like doesn't see him at all. And so, Amy has a new name for their group. They are the Masters Without Slaves. <laughs> and the girls don't get it. She's like, you guys don't get it? She's like, no. I don't get it either. Like, what are they talking about? Uh-huh. So, Mike sees them. He's like, oh, just perfect. And then all the girls are wondering where the boys are at. And then the other girls want to order pizza and then Chris is like, we can't order pizza. We're not supposed to be here. Go get those donuts I dropped on the floor. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I'm wondering, like, should I just like, do I have to read? I, sometimes, I, you know, I, I know a lot of podcasts probably don't like read the dialogue, but I have to, man, because some of this shit is just ridiculous. It, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So like, they wanted to order a pizza <laughs> to this department store they're not supposed to be at because yeah. they're like broke in. <laughs> and and then she tells him to go eat the donuts that she dropped yeah like, it's it's <laughs> amazing like it's amazing i love it so mike, somebody read the script and said yeah let's make this so this is another weird scene too so mike shows up right he's like what are you what are y'all doing here all right and they're kind of like they're going to go back and forth which is weird because so you know mike and Kristen, like they talked to each other earlier and yes. at the diner like they were friends now over here like they're enemies Oh, what are you doing right. here? Oh, I don't know. What are you doing here? All right, we're on a Mexican. Here either. We're on a Mexican standoff right now. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, what the fuck? And then she's going on like, you know, if you tell anybody that we were here, we're gonna tell them that you were here. And I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be here either. And then Mike's like, listen, if you if your girls just don't steal anything, break anything, and just leave when you're done, it's be fine. Just don't bother me at all. And they're like, right. okay, whatever. So they all leave and stuff. So I was like, okay. And they make a deal with each other to not to not bother each other. And then they're saying something right. about like, like, oh yeah, Santa, you can make all these rules. We don't believe in you anyway. It's like that's the wrong. That's the problem with all your kids. You got your kids don't believe in anything anymore. Okay. Yeah, so, not like his generation. Yes. So Grandpa is wondering where Kristen's at, and Mom's like, oh, she just went to one of her friends' house, Amy's or Brooke and stuff. All right. And he's he's and then you know he's basically telling his German crew that like I don't know where she's at right now and stuff and they're like well we're, we're gonna go find her the German crew will so this part is a uh, semi funny so the the boys show up David is one of the David is the only name I heard out of the boys crew and they're asking David and stuff they're like hey are you really gonna do it tonight are you really gonna hook up with Kirsten he's like mm. he's like fuck no that girl's a bitch. I want to hook up with Brooke. <laughs> Gripping entertainment here. 
Yes. Right? So the door, and then they try to get in, their door is locked, and, but they see the, the, the little like pipe to try to get it open. All right, so here's here's another weird uh, 80s scene, okay? So they're all like, the girls are all like in the uh, tent section, like a camping tent section, okay? Yeah. Yes. And Brooke is asking Kirsten like, hey, are you really gonna do it tonight? You know, with like one of the boys? And Kristen's like, nah, I'm not really not going to do it. Like, I'm trying to save myself for for the right man. And and yeah. then and, and, and Brooke's like, well, how do you do that? Like, I mean, like, if a man just came up to me and he's like very confrontational, really want to do it, I'm just going to let him do it. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? what's going on here? <laughs> Who wrote this shit, okay? Come on now. So, and then... um. And then they, then right after they, we had that, she's all saying like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna like fuck the guy." Basically, if, if there's, if, if the guy wants to fuck me or not, I'm just gonna do it. Okay. Yeah. Then they hear yeah. a bunch of banging at the door, and then the girl's like, "Oh, what horn dogs!" And this is when I thought um, Mike was smoking crack too, in that section, but he wasn't. It was just like some like long pipe. So the door gets busted down. Apparently, the German guys find out where Kirsten was, and they killed the boys, or one of them. We only saw one boy dead. I don't know what happened to the other right. two. They just disappeared out of the movie. Yes. The alarm goes off and stuff, and um, you know they're they're basically wanting to go find Kirsten. Search the whole place for him. And then uh, Mike comes over there. He sees the dead Dave on the floor, and now Amy's she is super horny. That she's like, I'm going to the boys right now in my lingerie. Get out of here. So she goes on the elevator with her panties on. All right. She really wanted some of those boys magic. Uh, and then when she gets up there, eventually she gets caught by the Germans. German guy was like, where'd you come from? <laughs> and then eventually she starts screaming the whole time and they shoot her in the head. Yes. So there she goes. Uh, and Mike's following the German kids the whole time. Kristen hides because she doesn't feel that this is right. Something's weird going on. Uh, then the, the German guys come in and Mike kind of like goes right for the guns. And the Germans see him so start shooting. Then we have like some sort of standoff. So Kristen and Mike are there. She's like, Santa! So Mike is not Mike in this movie. He is Santa to, 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 to Kristen for some reason. Right. I guess... She didn't know. I the, the the weird part was it looked like they were like they knew each other at the diner, but I guess they didn't really know I, each other. So she's just gonna I, say she's he's Santa. Okay, I guess because that's what it that's what I got out of it when I watched it originally. Uh, and let's be clear, I only watched this this thing once, but um, it was that it's an all time classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, he's at the diner talking to her, and she's a waitress at the diner. So I guess it's possible that he's just talking to the waitress in like a really friendly way. But it, it does look like they kind of know who each other. Well, they, his line like was not friends, but they know who they are. Well, the thing was, he was saying like, Hey, you're usually very chipper, like very like energetic. Yeah. So that would right. assume like that he met her before. Yes. Right. Like he'd seen her before. And, and you know, but now she doesn't even know his name. She's calling him Santa because that's the only, like point of reference she has is that he plays the Santa when she didn't even, he, she knew him before he played Santa. Yeah. Cause remember he got the Santa job while he's sitting there talking to her at, at the scene we're talking about. Yeah. So confusing. So, so they're shooting back and forth, the German guys and then Mike, they're all shooting each other back. Remember Mike used to be a cop. So he knows how to shoot again. Yeah. 
so you can shoot. Yeah. And my funny, funny part was like, are these the guys you were waiting for? <laughs> yeah. And then they're about the to leave. At us. Yeah. And then they're about to leave and they see the elf. They're like, what the fuck is that thing? It's a troll just hanging over there. So Brooke's walking around. She goes to the elevator. She eventually sees dead Amy in the elevator and she freaks out. Yeah. Um, and then she, so Brooke also goes to the, uh, like a mannequin looking room where they keep all like the mannequin stuff for their departments and the elf is in there and she gets freaked out by the elf. So she runs away. She's like running through all the halls throughout the elf and everything running away from it. Uh, Kirsten's wondering where all the cops are cause this alarm's been going on for like at least a good 10 minutes. And Mike's like, they're probably, they're probably, they're probably stuck at Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we have a jokes. we have a pig toy. It scares the elf. Yep. Uh, Brooke hides near this Christmas. <laughs> Brooke hides near some Christmas stuff. That was my notes. Uh, so and then a teddy bear falls on her, and then when it does, she looks up and she sees the elf, and then eventually the elf like stabs her with a knife. Like it doesn't use its claws. It doesn't use its big teeth. No, it uses a normal. No. Where, I don't even know where it got a knife. It just got a knife, and he starts stabbing yeah. her. And there goes Brooke. She's dead now. So the the main German guy realizes that Kristen is with Mike. So he uh, tells all his crew to stop it. The cops arrive, and now they're trying to get out of there. And then they're then uh, Kristen and Mike try to leave, and then they they wander over. And this one, Kristen sees Brooke dead, and she starts being upset. And then out of uh, Brooke's blood, it makes that symbol. That we'll find out what that yeah. is here pretty soon. So this is the next morning. The cop is here. The sergeant here. All right. And he's going up to uh, Mike and stuff. And this is when we find out Mike's background. He's like, oh, Mike, what are you doing here? He's like, you drank your way off the force. You drank your way off here. Now you're telling me there's a bunch of elves out here killing people? That's nuts. <laughs> All right. He's like, I know what I saw. I was like, I don't believe anything, you know, stuff. He's like, you gotta believe me. He's like, okay, well, I'll give you 24 hours to show me some proof and shit, which he actually never does. Right. So the store owner is super angry that Kirsten uh, broke in here, and uh, she's like, you're gonna be paying for all these damages, and she's like, you gotta clean up the mess. She's like, oh, you want me to clean up all my friend's blood all over the floor? All right. And then like Mike's like, hey man, you gotta back off. All right. And then um, guys, like, listen, you both are fired. All right. There's blood all over here. And this is Christmas Eve. And this is the most like highest uh, uh, shopping day of the month. And you guys ruined it. So you're both fired. All right. I mean, granted, they're not supposed to be there. But yeah. like, I mean, does he think that they vandalized the store and killed their friends? I guess. And caused like, I, I like I don't, I don't know. Like he, you know. I mean, obviously he missed the Nazi Nazi shootout, but so well. now Mike wants to talk to Kirsten's parents to get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. All right, not and, a good idea. Yes, and Kirsten wants, uh, uh, yeah. So that's that's their plan is to kind of talk to the parents, and, and then Kirsten's basically like, you know she knows this, this isn't over yet, so there's some weird shit going on here. So the elf now, it uh, I, somehow, after all the police were there and stuff, it came back to Brooke's dead body and touches her. Okay. Not really sure why. 
Well, we'll find out later. Yes. Plot point, kind of. Plot point, yes. Um. So now, um, Mike's now talking to Kirsten's mom, saying like, "Hey, do you know anything about like these German guys or these elves chasing your daughter around? They tried to kill us last night." <laughs> and it's like, why is an older man uh, hanging out with my daughter? I'm gonna call the police. You, I knew it. I knew it. You all are on drugs. Well, I mean, they are talking about Nazis and elves. Yeah, facing people. But and it's like it's not a it's not a, it was it was a it was a it was a rat, not a troll. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's like, I'm just calling the police right now. So he just straight up called the police. And then Mike's all fed up. He's about to leave. Then Grandpa stops him. He's like, What exactly did that thing look like? How tall it was it? And Mike tells him how tall it was. And then Mike's like, You know something that's going on in here, man. Because I don't know what's going on here right now. You got to tell me. what You look like you know what's happening. You know something <laughs> about this character. what's going on here. You know what's something about this Mike character? Like he, like when he gets frustrated, like he just like asks a bunch of questions and doesn't wait for an answer. He's like one of those guys. <laughs> why are the elves here? I don't know why there's elves here. Do you know why? Why, why are they here? Uh, I don't get what's going on. You look like you know what's going on. Do you know what's going on? You don't know what's going on, do you? Like, I, bro, I can't even answer. Like, stop talking. Fuck. <laughs> This guy was going like a mile an hour, like talking all this shit. It's like, fuck, just calm down, bro. Okay. And we'll, we'll figure it out here soon. Okay. So he's telling her, and then he's all like, uh, you know, he's telling him how big the troll was and everything. And uh, he's like, he's like, you know, you've seen it. You've seen it before. You know, what's going on over here? And then the Brian Paul is basically saying, like, that symbol and stuff. That that you're uh, that's around stuff. That's a presence. It's a it's a it's an evil presence that you would not be able to destroy. Mm. And he's like, you better leave. And then Mike gets out on out of there. And he's all like, I'm gonna protect this Kristen even from you guys too. So now Mike is uh like back in his car, and then now he decides to go to the Patrick's University, the O Patrick's pa- uh, O Patrick's University, I guess to get more information. Yeah, to yes. get more information about like this symbol. So Grandpa wants Kristen to to listen about him telling her about her past and her destiny of what's kind of going on. And he is saying like, I want to teach you to undo what I have done. So you can see like he, he Grandpa knows what's going on over here, but he wants to teach her just right now how to undo everything. All right. Yeah. So. So this is maybe Grandpa's face turn. Yes. So Mike is now going to the Patrick University. That's where we get the whole part where like he can't smoke, even though he goes into the elder room and the other person smoking. Mm-hmm. And then he's basically asking Patrick about the symbol. And this Patrick, he he, I don't know what in this production they must have been like, "Our right, guys, I need you guys to talk like a mile an hour every time." Okay. So this Patrick guy, I don't know if he took some cocaine before he like fucking got. He must have snuck well, into Santa's sack or something. But this guy was going. This guy was fucking boom, 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 boom everywhere. Fucking talk about. Hey, you ever heard of Genesis chapter six? Oh yeah. By the way, God, God was fled up. Guess what he did? Uh, uh, he wanted to kill us, uh, kill us all and shit. Uh, like I was like, bro, calm down. All right. <laughs> So basically what he was saying after like trying to write notes on this shit was hard. All right. So the guy Patrick was saying is, have you ever read chapter six, Genesis six in the Bible? God apparently didn't like our, his the whole plans here and shit. So he told Noah, he liked Noah and Noah um, got all these creatures on his ark, you know, all these animals and stuff. But he also brought out these creatures. 
All right. They're called yes. creepy little things. All right. And those creepy little things are in Mike's like, listen, man, what's the bottom line? I was about to say the same thing too. What's the bottom line, motherfucker? Elves. That's what this symbol means. It's the, it's the elves, elves. All right. That were on Noah's Ark. That's how they uh, survived and shit. All right. And then guess what? Now we got another, now we have another plot point. 50 years, <laughs> 50 years ago, uh, Nazis, uh, they were uh they they are like uh working with the elves uh and uh fuck so basically it was like 50 years ago the nazis were like trying yeah. to like channel in the 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 elves power because they feel like they would have been the perfect soldier because these elves can't die at all they can't be hurt or they can't die so nazis right. try to recruit them to be part of their army because they're also small too, as well, so they can creep into different places. Because they're also small. <laughs> yes. So I thought they were they were trying to recruit the elves, or they were they were trying to. I thought they made the elves. No, they didn't. The elves have always been there. Well, or, there's two or, theories, which we'll get there, there, another doctor. Oh, right. There's two theories. There's of two the elves, theories right. coming here. Pat uh, Patrick over here is just telling us a baseline. We had to go deeper in later. All right. This movie only gave us a little bit. You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. give us the full load right now. <laughs> So after this, um, Mike's like, yeah, I think I saw one of those elves. Do you think I'm a crackpot? <laughs> and uh, they, and then he leaves. And then they get both tell each other Merry Christmas. Gotcha. <laughs> I love that part. So during all this stuff, Mike, he's being followed by one of those German guys. So the grandpa, he's now looking at his red diamond. Or he puts a cross on it. And then Christian's trying to pack. This is a weird scene coming up here, too. And the mock, the mom uh, talks to the police and told her and told her the uh, truth. So the mom, when she talked to the police, she she came into Kirsten's room. Mom, mom's like, "Hey, I talked to the police, and apparently your story was true with your with your friends." It's like, well, "Oh, mom." A- it's like, "Yeah, thanks. I wish Dad was here. Um, he he would tell me what to do." And then Kirsten, and mom's like, "You know, you're a lot like your dad. All right, you guys are very very similar. You're both attractive." <laughs> A bright, independent, impulsive, self-centered, narcissistic. <laughs> Starts off good, and then it kind of goes downhill. I know. I was like, "Damn, this girl just going down." She's like, "She's like building her up, and just fucking just took her down." All right, and then she's like. I know what's going on with you and your friends. You you weren't supposed to go where you were supposed to go. He starts like shaking her and shit like that. He's like, "Why are you packing?" He's like, "Grandpa, Grandpa told me." He's like, "Grandpa's an idiot." She's like, "Well, I wish my dad was alive. I wish he was there alive when you weren't. Your dad is alive. He's in Uh-oh. the study." Swerve. Yeah. But no, Grandpa's in the study. Yeah, no, no, Grandpa's in the study. It's like, no, your dad's in the study. And I was like, at first, okay, so me, I was, I paused it for a little bit, right? <laughs> and I was take like, it all in. I was like, did she say the dad was in the study? Like, yeah. I was trying to think, is that some sort of like, is is he the professional? Is he the Patrick guy or something like that in the study? What the fuck does that mean in the study? No, <laughs> little did I know what this girl is about to say. <laughs> All right. So apparently, the mom spills the beans. All right, and says that her father and her grandfather are the same person. Mm-hmm. And starts to like attack her a little bit. So, yes. 50 years ago, the plot, uh, the Nazi plot was that they were going to, he was going to have a daughter 
and then have sex with his daughter yes. to create another daughter and which they were going to use to bring back or they were going to use to create this master race by Bre- well we don't know this part yet right well we're getting there okay we're getting there yeah so, so anyway so once now we, we got know the, that he's yes. going to create a he was gonna he was gonna have sex with his own daughter yes. to create this other daughter which he did. for a, a nefarious which he did yeah yes so yeah so basically we have some inbreeding on here and that's how Christian was born now we don't now we don't know if Willie was born the same way either because we never got his background by the way so we don't know what Willie no, we is we, we don't, don't know, know who Willie popped came. out Willie no right so during all this stuff Mike. So you know the, uh, the 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 professor Patrick. After all his rambling, he did say that yeah. the uh, uh, professor O'Connor knew a little bit more about elf symbols than he did. So you need to go visit him, and he should be home because he's trying to have Christmas Eve with his family. So right. that's where we're at right now. So Mike goes to his door. He just rushes right in, goes past the uh, the the maid. Mm-hmm. All right, and kids like. Is that beef? Is that beef roast? He's like, no, that's turkey. <laughs> so he comes in there, Mike does, and he's interrupting them and stuff. He's like, okay, this is an urgent matter. You know, don't call the cops or anything. I just need a, I just need a couple minutes of your time. Just, I just have a very important thing. And, and he's smoking uh, the entire time. <laughs> yeah, he's like smoking the entire time. And 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 uh, O'Connor's like, okay, well, what is the most emergency thing? What do you need? I'm trying to have Christmas dinner here, Christmas Eve dinner with my family. Do you know about elves and Nazis, brother? <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm gonna go call the police, man. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, listen, just tell me, just tell me, just tell me, and I'll be out of here. He's like, okay, well, you promise you'll leave if I tell you yes. Okay, we have two theories. Two theories, everybody. Okay. I just one. The first one. One wasn't enough. Is this is not O'Connor's favorite theory, by the way. This is this is just one theory, but it's not his favorite. So he says right. Nazis wanted to weaponize the elves so they can mm-hmm. uh, they can hunt and kill for them. All right, that's how they uh, that's how they, they they formed a pack with the elves so they can hunt and kill mm-hmm. for them. The second theory, O'Connor's favorite theory, was the elves. You know, so so remember they're magical too. He kept saying that because they're magical, they can never be hurt and stuff. So magic is doing this. We have magic here. Okay. Right. So the second theory was the elves. Um, basically what the Nazis want and the elves want to do, they want to have a elf mate with a virgin German girl to on Christmas Eve. It had to be on Christmas Eve, by the way, to mate on them for some reason. And once they mate out, will pop out the master race itself. All right. Where it's not going to be a, a a human or an elf. It's going to be a whole new race. Yeah. A human elf hybrid. Yes. And Mike's like, oh, shit. It is Christmas Eve, brother. I'm out of here. So he leaves. Gotta go. So now we have Chris, uh, Grandpa apologizing to Kristen about him not telling her that she he was the dad this whole time. All right? And he's trying to warn her that she's in danger because of the Nazi crew. Mm-hmm. And then during all this stuff, the mom is taking a bath because she's like, I got my revenge. He said, okay, so this is when it gets a little creepy. The, grand, the, the grandpa was all like, okay, you know, I drugged her and shit. Like, she didn't feel anything. <laughs> like, he was basically explaining how she got <laughs> pregnant to her. I was like, okay, boy. He's like, he's like, drugged her. She got, she got pregnant. She didn't feel anything. And, and the, the reason I did it is because I needed to 
to uh, uh, keep the line going. I needed to to have a perfect being that wasn't like, touched by some outside blood. All right. Yeah. And he's like, you know, so he's saying I love you and stuff like this. And of course, Kristen's like, what the fuck? You know, she's like going crazy. Um, so during all this stuff, Mike's leaving stuff. He's getting followed and stuff. So while uh, while my, while Mike is getting followed, like somehow he finds that there was some sort of like dynamite in his car, <laughs> and he throws it out. All right, and then like after he throws out the dynamite and stuff, the the German guy, you know, he thought like he got him, and then Mike like I guess he got out of the car before it blew up, and he starts attacking the German guy. This is when Mike was basically beating him, but like he was like. Asking him questions, but like not getting any answers. He's like, "Where's Kristen? You a Nazi? Them elves yeah, yours? Like, you? I'm gonna knock you, you out. Look Nazi? at your teeth." Like he just basically beats him up, and then the guy starts foaming. I was like, "Well, fuck! Did you like what kind of cop were you?" <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 fuck the fuck, man! You can get this guy like you didn't interrogate him and shit like that. You just beat him up the whole time. You even like talked over him. You didn't even give him a chance to answer. Yeah, then he was all like, "Goddamn circus." Okay. Damn circus. So the mom is now naked in the bathtub. Yeah. And she's like uh, washing herself. And we have the elf is like touching a tree for some reason. And then uh, uh, the brother, Willie, and Kristen, they're, they're in uh, Kristen's room after hearing all this crazy shit about Grandpa being her dad. And they uh, they eventually hear one of those like Christmas balls breaking. So they want to see what that is. Yeah. And... Um, and then Willie thinks it could be Santa. Okay. Right. Of course it could be. And then, of course, Grandpa's asking for Christian the whole time to try to get her attention. And then eventually we have the elf. He is now in the bathtub, and he now pushes a radio into the tub, and then now the mom gets electrocuted. So there, there she goes. Yeah. So this is our second obligatory nude scene. So the mom's character was kind of interesting. So at first we thought she was some sort of like evil bitch. Because she killed the cat yeah. and she didn't care about Kristen right. and all. But I guess the trauma of her getting basically like raped by her dad made her yeah. into an evil person that right. way. So she just had a lot of judgment towards Kristen Bobby because, you know, it wasn't a child made out of love. It was a child made out of rape and stuff. So, you know, I thought yeah, that storyline was a little... But she killed a cat, so fuck her. She's the bad guy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah there you go. She drowned the cat in the toilet. So, but there she goes. She got her comeuppance by getting the radio pushed into a bathroom. Yep. All right. So Mike shows up. Willie thinks it's Santa. All right. And he's like, "Oh no, no kid. Uh, but let me get that. Uh, let me let me get that little uh, flashlight from you, uh, sport." All right. So they go in there. All the lights are off. I guess like after the uh, the radio dropped in the bathtub, somehow it's sh- short circuited the whole house. Hmm. So well, he fi- probably blew, blew a breaker. Yeah. Probably flipped a breaker. So he looks into the bathtub where the mom's at, and he sees the elf symbol. And of course, Willie wants to know what happened to his mom. And he's like, oh, your mom's fine. Let's get out of here. He's like, your mom's going to be okay. Um, the elves uh, hear grandpa. So the el- so the, the elves are like, you know, the elf is around. Okay. Oh, yes. And, uh, Grandpa, like, when he runs into Mike and all of them, he's basically telling them, like, okay, like, we only have until midnight, and then the real craziness is going to begin. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, because it gets crazier than this. Yes. So I was like, okay, we got you, Grandpa. All right. 
Okay, so this is when Mike and all of them are like, okay, just tell us what's going on over here. Okay? And tell us what this symbol means and everything. And then this is when Grandpa's like, okay, you know, I was a Nazi. Alright? And I apologize for impregnating my daughter. Alright? And he's just going on like, the reason I did it because I needed to have a suitable form for the elf to mate with. Mm-hmm. Alright? And... That's when you were born, Kristen, and then the plan was to mate you with this elf so we can create the, the, the master race and it'll be the new fourth right. Okay? So that's when he spills right. the beans of everything what's happening. Yeah, the full plot. And then out. he goes on saying like the the baby that will come from both of you won't be an elf or a human. If you guys ever read the Bible, all right, it's gonna be the Antichrist. So now we got some of that shit in there. I was like, okay, wow. what the fuck? Okay, gotcha. Uh, so that's the whole plan. And he's basically saying, like, these German guys, they don't want to kill you. They want to keep you protected so you can mate with this fucking elf. That's what he was telling Kristen. And then yeah. he's like, you knew this the whole time. Look at your book. So we, she opens up the book, and he's like, see, let's draw some Nazi signs on the tits. You see it? Okay. So they draw some and Nazi it, signs on the tits. Well, they fill in the little sparts that she didn't draw, right? Yeah. So the original drawing was like this naked girl with like some kind of symbols on her boobs. Yes. And then when they fill in the whole the the parts that she didn't draw, they're all they're swastikas. Which um you could tell that they were swastikas from the very beginning. They just had parts missing. Yeah, so I guess the 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 person within the book that Kristen draw was supposed to be the the baby that was supposed to be coming from her and the elf, and it's supposed to be some sort of anti-Nazi Christmas elf human demon creature. Kind of, yes. yes. And that would be the new race. Um. So when all this is happening, one of the German guys just comes right in with a video camera. He's just like, oh, here's Grandpa. Oh, here's Kristen. Oh, here's Willie. And then next thing you know, Mike just comes up and attacks him. This is when we get the whole attack scene with Mike facing off with, the, with that big German. I was like, well, we yeah. got to see some more of this. That'd be a good little match. Uh, so we're fighting off and everything. And then um, eventually the Grandpa gets a gun. He shoots the big German with the mullet three times. <laughs> three times. And then eventually he gets uh, taken out by the head German guy. All right, and this, and then this is when Mike and all of them are telling uh, Kristen and Billy to leave, to get out of here, get out of here. So they leave, and then now the main German guy is going to chase them down. Um, before he does that, obviously he shoots Grandpa, and the German guy is like chasing him down, and he just like crashes his jeep out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So now Kristen and Billy they go back to the original site where all this crazy shit happened, where all the magic stuff happened. A uh, German guy shows up. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. I love you. I need you to calm down. All right, everything will be okay. And then while he does this, the elf shows up and shoots him with a gun. <laughs> For some reason. For some reason. So not only these elves can use knives, they can use guns too. Yeah, that they get from somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um... So Kristen tries to leave, but she's stuck in the mud, and she tells Willie to go, hey, go back to the house and get that red diamond-like structure that Grandpa was, <laughs> Grandpa Dad was hanging around, okay? 
It's like, yes. okay, go go get it. She's like, the elf won't hurt me. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought one part was funny. She was like, <laughs> she was throwing dirt on the on the <laughs> elf. Did you see that? She was like throwing dirt yeah. on him. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so now the elf is trying to, uh, uh, I guess, like kiss and fill up. He's trying to. Yeah, he's trying to get his he's elf try, he's tr- on. He's, yeah, he's, okay. he's trying to have, have sex with with Chris. Yes, really makes the last it to the Aryan virgin. Yeah. So really makes it to the house. Mike yeah. gets up. He gives him the little red diamond shit, and he's all yeah. like, "Really? She needs you. Go to her right now. Go." And I, if I was really, I was like, "Fuck, Brian. I know. She just told me. Now you gotta tell me that's, too. I know to go. Where do you think I'm gonna go? Kansas. That's, that's why fuck? I'm. That's why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I know." So he gives, um, so now Willie shows up, you know, I, this is like pit, like right when the, the elf is trying to get up in her pants and shit. Willie gives her the little stone. She's like, she's like, grandpa said I would know what to do when I get this stone. All right. And then she, she, she looks over to like the little grave part. She takes the stone and she whacks it right into the little grave side and it blows up. All right. And then, like, while it blows up and stuff, we see the painting that she originally created, like, shaking. And then we get this long scene of, like, distortion. Of her, like, falling down and blurry shit everywhere, smoke and everything. And and then she eventually wakes up. Christian does with Willie in the forest. Alright? So, her dad's dead. Grandpa and dad's dead. Her mom's dead. Her friend Mike's dead. These German gods are dead. The elf's dead. And you know all she could think about? Oh, it's actually snowing right is now. It gonna, is it going to snow? No, it's yeah. snowing. It is snowing. Mm-hmm. It's snowing, everybody. And then... That's <laughs> what we wanted the whole time. Yes, that's all, that's all I wanted. I don't care about anybody dying. My friends are dead. Everybody's dead. It's snowing. It's okay. And then and we... It, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, did you notice that the forest that they're in is somehow destroyed at this point? Well, yeah. I mean, like that red that red diamond destroyed it. I mean, come on. They destroyed the whole forest. Okay, yeah. fine. And then we get the credit scene of like a baby fetus. I'm like, is there a sequel to this shit? Like, what's going on here? Why Why is this here? Like, did the, did the elf even yeah. penetrate her? Like, did we miss that scene? No, was no, it cut out? That was part of, no, that was part of the plot was that he couldn't, for some reason, the elf couldn't have sex with her. And then they kill the elf with the stone, with the elf elf stone. And then, but then at the very end, we see like, you know, like there's a, like an elf fetus inside of her. It's what we're implying. Since somehow, like, like, I guess this guy thought there would be a sequel to this, that there would be elves too. Um, And I, yeah, this is kind of inexplicable. I mean, it's, it's, it's as confusing as it's in as, as inexplicable as the ending of last week's movie where Ricky came back and said, and to all a good night. Yes. And you're right. It's called elves, but it only had one. It only had one elves. Oh, one elf. Yeah. It's like, I mean, maybe they could have made it like alien and aliens. Like if they made a sequel, it could have been elf and then they could have made elves. Yeah. And that would have been exciting, but there's like, it's called elves, but there's actually only one elf in it. Wow. Very interesting movie. <laughs> I just say that, like, not really a uh, uh, a barn burner, uh, but definitely uh, 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 a very interesting uh, 
movie with this one. Um, very interesting plot about elves mating with German <laughs> inbreed girls to create the fourth right and deadly. Sa- like to be honest with you, this movie was a little overbooked for my taste. Um, I uh, did like yeah. I did like the, some of the goofiness of it, you know, some of the um, the dialogue and stuff, and uh, you know, I thought the movie flowed pretty good. But the overbooking of like the story, like why did we have to see two professors? Like why? Why? Okay. Yeah. Well, like can right, we just exactly. see one? Like, what this movie. It was definitely overbooked. It's like a gimmick and a gimmick. What this kind of reminded me of was, uh, I don't know if you remember, um, the WWF did a one of their Hell in the Cells, the Kendall in the Cell match. Yeah. With uh, Bossman and Al Snow, and there's like a Hell in a Cell structure, but there's also like dogs inside, inside the kennel, inside the cell. Yes. So it's like it's it's like a gimmick on a gimmick. It's like putting a hat on a hat. Yes. There's just too there's just too much. Like why is there two why is there why are there two professors? Like why why does most of this happen? Like why is there like why did we have to have like two generations to make the elf hybrid instead of just one? And why did the professor not the professor, but why did grandpa like seem like he was very into this whole like uh, fit this plot for 50 years and all of a sudden he's like against it now and he wants to try to stop the elf the elf plot and why are they still fighting why are they still after 50 years concerned about making soldiers for the fourth Reich or the third Reich or whatever well you know you got to keep the passion project going i guess so yeah you know it just so happened that this on this particular christmas eve it was time brother it was time for it to happen i guess uh, yeah i remember you know, it was uh, Kristen's fault that this happened because she spilled blood on that sacred land. Right. Like, so when she ended up, none of this would have happened if she hadn't gone out and did her anti-Christmas stuff. Yeah. And why was she anti-Christmas anyway? Right. Because she seemed to be pretty pro-Christmas, at least, you know, in general. Like, she wanted it to snow and the other girls wanted boyfriends or whatever they went out to do the anti-Christmas stuff for. Yeah. I don't know. But everybody, that right there was Elves. A mm. uh, very interesting movie. A uh, weird plot to go on there. Um, I don't know if you're going to be sitting and uh, around Christmas dinner after you're done eating and eating your apple or pecan pie and watching this movie with the family. But uh, it's definitely uh, it's definitely pretty interesting. I would say that for sure. So um, definitely a fun one, I would say. In a couple of different ways, but uh, yeah, but yeah, everybody, that has been elves here from the Retro Blood. Come join us next week as we'll be continuing this holiday Christmas uh, uh, movie train going because mm-hmm. we're going to be talking all about deadly games. Yeah, dial code Santa Claus. Hopefully, this will be better. Game over, and hide and freak. Hide and freak. Like, how many names is this fucking thing, man? So, it's a 1989... We're back... Bro, this 1989 Christmas was, like, wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> how is many this fucking... the same year? It's 89 as well? Yes. 1989. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's a French horror thriller. All right? Written by Rene Manzur. All right? And yeah. th- there's going to be a lot of fun stuff with this movie, uh, especially on the background when it comes to it, too, because I was reading a little bit about it. Um, 
but yeah, like 1989 Christmas, but must have been a a uh, uh, this crazy year so far. Like yeah. I like how all the movies so far we're doing is all in 1989. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, they they ain't playing around this Christmas. All right. But everybody, that's been the Retro Blood. This is the Elves. We will we uh, we be back uh, uh, next time, next Sunday. Talk about this deadly games. It should be super fun. Uh, yeah. These these Christmas movies are always fun. I always love them. Um, and like I said, uh, on the on the group page, I'll be dropping some uh, videos on there probably about some of the Krampus walks um, from from uh, years ago and this year. I'll be dropping some of that on there. So check a look at those. Um, I got a couple um, extra videos you guys can check out if you want to keep this uh, holiday chain rolling. Uh, the Faces of uh, Fear, uh, old episode talking uh, Black Christmas remake. So that was a that was a fun one as well too, and of course you know check us out for the Lights Out podcast as we're going to be talking all about Black Christmas, one of the uh, one of the most original uh, horror movies to have um, to be around Christmas time. Now it's not the first movie to to have a, a killer Santa or be around Christmas time, but it is one of the most it is one of the uh, most famous ones. Yes. To have that, Absolutely. so that's gonna be a very fun uh, conversation. I always like doing these lights out, so it's a little different format. So everybody join us for that. But Allison, what are we gonna be listening to on our way out um, of this German inbreeding Nazi elves territory? What are we, what are we gonna be playing? Uh, let's let's play something from that Bolt Thrower album. Let's uh, uh, since I feel like I was drowned in torment by watching this entire movie, let's uh, let's leave with "Drowned in Torment" by uh, Bolt Thor. Drowned in torment, everybody. Just like our boy Mike was when he was drinking that beer, apparently, and being in this movie, he was drowned in torment yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, everybody. Happy holidays, and we will see you here next time on the Retro Blood. Yeah, let's get out of here. See ya. <laughs>